Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Oh, I like that. I like that, Logan. It's getting better. It's improving. You, you're owning it, though. Yeah, I mean, it, of course. You know, the first, I never forget. <laughs> we <laughs> don't have to bring it back. Yeah, up. we do. No, we every time it. that you and I are on D- together. DIY money. <laughs> no, it was money, money, money. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That was the first one. That was the very money, first one. Money, 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 money. <laughs> I was like, what? Money, 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 money. Wow, we got Logan today. Uh, Appropriate to have him for today's question. We'll get to that in a moment. Got a great question. I love the psychology questions. Keep them coming. We got a good one again from Jennifer today. But Logan, it's nice to have you back on the show. What have you been into these days? Yeah, it's great to be on. Um, I've been basically into wedding planning, and and that's it. Well, okay, that sounds terrible. Wedding approving of uh, what my fiance is doing. Wedding approving. Wait, wait. Um, So she has to seek your approval. She wants she wants me to say something about everything, mm. but she doesn't really care what my opinion is, mm. if that makes sense. So it's like she wants you to care, but yeah. she doesn't care what I say. one way or the other. Yeah, uh, but at least my decisions help her pick what not to do. I mean, that's that's normally the good thing. There's a discussion in our home transpiring right now. Yeah. I'd like your opinion. Okay, we are mapping out how quickly we can get from the stadium. Assuming it's a 12 o'clock game to your <laughs> wedding, which is a 5 o'clock wedding. Yeah, so for those that don't know, um, Quint has been harassing me for weeks now because my wedding is during a home UK football game, which... How dare you! Again, this is part you of You have the- to understand, though, in this, in, in this area... It, that's a big deal. Oh, like, it's a huge it will deal. Be a, it, it's a it big will, deal to me, too. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, season ticket holders across the board. Yeah, exactly. We so we'll be at every game. We had, we, I mean, one. heck, the quarterback's a good friend of the show. Yeah, I know. I mean, come on. I know. So we're going to be. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, so Quint is going to try to do noon game. I think get it's off a noon game. I th- I, actually, really? No, no, actually, we don't know that yet. We won't know until we get we lead yeah. up to it. But my guess is. I mean, if we're playing well, and this, the controversy, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. We've never been in, for those of you that are local, you know. I, I, I mean, look, I went to school here in 1996. Uh, that's a long time uh, you know, ago, and I've never seen such hype oh, yeah. around Absolutely. I mean, everything. But, so that's number one. Yeah. But then number two, you have people out there who are like, Kentucky's terrible. Like, th- it's not even close. Yeah. It's the 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 separation the dichotomy if you will is amazing right now yeah it's true and there's also that game is a South Carolina football game there's also some beef between well, UK and South Carolina and Spencer Rattler who is one of the higher ranked quarterbacks in the country right now transferred from Oklahoma and he's coming into Kroger Stadium yeah. and going to be matching up in my opinion against one of the best quarterbacks in the country so if not the best quarterback in the country. There we go. I'm just going like to throw that. that out there. Yeah. So, anyways, what else is going on other than wedding planning? What are you so, doing to stay sane? I mean, usually Daniel and I, he tells me about his, you know, biking and his this, that, and I'm talking about my running. And yeah, what so do you do? What I, do you do, Logan? I just do pretty much any activity that I can do. I'm kind of a big deal. My apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> Same volleyball I play a lot. I do. Um, 
I play frisbee golf. I love to go out and just do that outside with friends. It's fun. It's fun. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> and just, then I do. I remember the days leading basketball, up basketball, pretty much anything. And then, but you know, if I get home, <laughs> I can't. If I get home um, right now, it's like, okay, well, what are the six things that I've crossed off my wedding list mm. uh, before I go to bed? So. That's impressive. Those guys who thought we had to get married feel pretty stupid right about now, huh, Padre? Well, <clears throat> we wish you nothing but the best. It's going to be exciting. We've got a question regarding uh, finances and and uh, upcoming marriage, you know, et cetera. And this is right in your wheelhouse. So glad to have you on and, and can't wait to hear your thoughts. Jennifer, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, Quint, Logan, and Daniel. This is Jennifer coming in from the great state of South Dakota. I'm a longtime listener of the show and love the content. I am recently engaged and our financial situation for the short future are in different stages which makes it sometimes difficult to broach financial topics. This will change very quickly since within a year, both of us will be graduating with engineering degrees from a very good school. Since he has less flowing income right now, he wants to sell Roth IRA assets and leave in cash since he is negative in the account and fears losing more money in case he needs access to it. How do I approach him and tell him that I'd be more than happy to bridge any gaps needed and that he should hold on to his investments? Or should I just leave it alone? In addition, just overall, the two of us have very different risk tolerances. I would love to hear your input and hope to one day hear all three of your bro talk together. Thanks. Oh, three bro talk I together. I know. We need that. We like definitely that. need to yeah, do that Yeah, but that, that means we got to invest in another mic. Yeah, we need a bull market a for whole that. new process. We're, we're not. We're not. No, okay, we're so not where the market is right not now. Not where the market Absolutely is, but uh, that's a great idea, Jennifer. And thank you for that. And at some point, maybe we'll just all three get after it. That would be fun. We'd have to figure out how to keep the show at twelve to fifteen minutes, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jennifer, we no longer do YouTube videos, so you can't see me. But if you could see me, I am waving a massive red flag. You have to nip this in the bud right from the start nip it in the bud i hear sense and pick up a big difference of opinion with a lot of things financial and i'm here to tell you that if you don't nip it in the bud now it's going to create conflict and challenges in the future nip it in the bud and i'm going to be a little bit more serious than you probably were expecting or anticipating the reason is, is probably five to ten times a year, I meet with couples who are well into their marriage, and this subject matter has the potential to ruin the marriage altogether. The pain, the frustration, the bitterness, the anguish, etc., tells me that they are not on the same page and they were never on the same page. So the first thing I have to do in a situation like that when I'm sort of playing financial counselor is to immediately share with these people that it is not my and yours or his and mine, etc. It's ours, we, uh, and, and terms that mean it's all combined. And I will tell you that leading into the wedding day, uh, is probably a great opportunity to start thinking, talking, and and sort of acting in that manner. Now you won't combine accounts and you know start living off of one checking account and all those things until obviously you're married and you know moving in that direction together. But right now, these conversations regarding 
you know, risk tolerance or investments, et cetera, are absolutely critical. And and I'm going to take one step further and say, obviously, you're hearing from this podcast, more than likely, you're going to agree with what I'm saying. And more than likely, he's not. And, and that's okay. But it's further evidence of the difference of opinions. I would be seeking out someone in your environment to talk to regarding this on a one-on-one basis. If you're not doing any premarital sort of counseling or sessions or anything like that, I would encourage you to do so. I encourage anybody to do so. But particularly in regards to finances, it's so very, very important. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of the particulars of selling Roths, not selling Roths, should you bridge the gap, not bridge the gap. You know the answers to all those things. You do, and and anybody does when it comes to long-term investing. Roth IRAs are 59 and a half and older. You're you're probably in your 20s. Uh, you know, you know and and he knows. I mean, inevitably, you didn't put money into a Roth to say I I'm going to sell out of the market because it's down uh, because I might need that money, especially when you can bridge the gap and it's your fine your collectively you and he your finances together. So I would explore deeply where this is coming from, uh, where these ideas are coming from. I would explore deeply the the money upbringing that each of you have. Um, what did you learn growing up? What did you see? And really talk those things through. Um, again, probably not at all what you were expecting me to say. I'm interested to hear what Logan has to say, but I'm raising the red flag. I want you to make sure you both are on the same page uh, regarding all of this prior to walking down that aisle. The only thing I'll add, it's not uncommon to see people with different risk tolerances. We see that a lot. Very happily married, combined financial you know, statements, counts, etc. people, but just have different risk tolerances. And that's okay. We meet them in the middle. We meet them in the middle and say, well, if this person's very aggressive, but this person isn't, uh, let's find something you know, with a happy medium to make sure everybody is happy. Because the last thing you want to do is have the aggressive person you know, who is all in be losing money and the person who is not say, see, I told you that was dumb. We shouldn't have done that. When we know that over a long period of time, the ups and downs smooth out, markets do go higher, economies do grow, but ultimately in that short term, the bitterness that can occur could last forever. That's my two cents on it, Jennifer. Let's hear what Logan has to say. What do you got, Logan? Yeah, Jennifer, I I feel for you on this because I'm kind of going through the same process right now. So obviously, we're getting married here in October. Um, What Quinn is saying is all extremely, extremely important is getting this set from the onset. And uh, I obviously am involved in money and will be the CFO of our household. And and establishing that is is extremely important as well. But as we've gone through this wedding planning process, I've realized the differences, massive differences that we have between our two ideas about money and how it works and and all of those things. And I have to remind Hannah um, and, and walk her through the process, letting her know it is our money. Even though we're in this process of planning for the wedding and, and expenses that go with that or the honeymoon, it's our money. So if we decide to spend money on it, it's not coming out of my checking account or coming out of her checking account. It's coming out of our money that we would have in the future. 
So it is extremely important to start establishing and having those conversations now. And I think when Quinn was saying, hey, we need to have someone come in as a third party to kind of help talk about money, I think be very careful who you pick as that person that comes in and has that conversation. For instance, I couldn't have Quint come and talk to Hannah and I because she would think, okay, he's biased. He's going to take Logan's side on things, that kind of thing. Make sure you have a person in place that is neutral, that can talk to both of you, and also is in a good financial situation. Don't bring someone in that is broke or that doesn't handle their money well to have a conversation with you about money. Holy cow, you are on fire. Killing it. Have you gotten this good? I haven't been with you on a podcast in a very long time. What's you going have on come a you? long way. See? I mean, first time you were like, money, money, money. <laughs> you're like, I don't know, uh, buy low, sell high. Now you're dropping knowledge. Hey, come on. That's fantastic. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, you being the quote CFO, and what he, what he's referring to is is if you've not read the DIY Money book, we talk about in there establishing who is the family CFO and then who is the the sort of uh, you know supporting uh, individual. And I say that, and I and I tread lightly because there has to be respect on either side. It's not this domed, you know, title of, well, I'm CFO, I'm going to make all the decisions. <laughs> no, that will not go well. Uh, it, it happens to be the person who more than likely is just passionate about the money and the budgeting and the finances. They may not have the acumen or the, the financial knowledge that the other person has, but they're just more, more passionate about it. So they take the lead in that. You That could be you, Jennifer. Uh, the the challenge is when it's the female, and and I'm going to – I don't care what society says about all this crap, so you're not going to hear much of that here. I'm just going to tell you that when the female takes the lead, it's often, and my opinion, and watching this, it, it's hard sometimes for the, the, the male to sort of be that supporting character uh, or cast member, if you will, because – uh, we are sort of conditioned that, hey, the, the guy should know about finances, should do this, should make the wise decisions, should, you know, again, I, I don't think that's, I don't agree with that, but that's how many are conditioned. So if you are trying to put your two cents in about saying, well, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, et cetera, uh, that could create a little bit of a, a pride issue that I will hear, I'm here to tell you, and, and as Logan is learning and, and will quickly see, there's no room for pride in marriage in anything <laughs> at all. It's the most hum- humbling, uh, y- you know, sport in the world. So, again, I, we have to be sensitive to that because I obviously when you're talking to Hannah, you're being sensitive to the fact that, yeah, you're in the financial industry, you're doing this. You're working with people every day about this, but you don't go out and say, well, you're going to just do it my way because I know more than you do yeah. about this, etc." No, absolutely not. That would not go over well. Um, so I think you really have to get in place. If you want to take that role, you have to be able to communicate what your thoughts are on money and be able to have conversations about it. You have to be able to take that support person's input. It doesn't mean if you're the CFO, you make all the decisions. It just means that you are leading the the way, but you need to take in consideration what that support person has to say. And 
I think it's so important. I, I know we're reemphasizing this to do this stuff early because you are going to have these conversations before your wedding, before your marriage. You're going to have them in the process of planning the wedding. You will see these things pop up. So the earlier you can have these conversations, the better. I had one group of friends. They were getting married. I was early in the financial advising business. I was friends with both of them so I could communicate candidly with both of them. They were on total different sides when it came to finances and how to handle money, et cetera. And their whole trajectory is, well, we'll just keep things separate. Um, I was not experienced or secure in myself to be able to say to them, this is going to be a train wreck. Uh, I wish I had. Very shortly after they were married, the marriage was over. Mm. And the reason was that this piece started, it was like a, kind of like a crack, and it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew, and it manifested in so many other areas that ultimately they, they were no longer a team. Marriage is a team sport through thick and thin, good and bad. You'll make decisions that sometimes work out, sometimes don't, but you got to be on the same page. Jennifer, we appreciate that question. Uh, hopefully you found value in the in the discussion and the answers. And if you're out there, uh, you know, um, and you're in this situation that Jennifer's in, either pre-marriage or in marriage, you, you know, I, I can't stress enough. The marriage is, uh, and family is much more important uh, than, you know, what's in the bank account or who's handling what. Fix that and make sure you guys stay healthy and, and stay together in the relationship yeah, with your and the family. Last, th- last thing I want to add is, Although it's never too early to start these conversations, it's never too late, too. So get on it and, and talk about it now if you haven't. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm just going to support Logan in this. He is killing it today, so we appreciate that. Why don't you take us out? All right. Well, uh, the secret to success. Oh, boy. Is, Here yeah, we go. No, I, yeah. not, You're not there yet. Got it. I'm I not, just threw that at yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I was just, not I playing. wasn't expecting All right. I'll, I'll take us out. You Thank know, next you. time I want you to finish this and start us. All right, friends. Remember... Secret to Wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Make sure you are on the same team with your partner and do it for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.